0: Eyes on Oahu, I'm Sarah Doyle. This is episode two, part one, The Other Gold Coast. Uh, This episode, I'm talking to two realtors. It's going to be in two parts, two different parts of the world that have the same name, The Gold Coast. Uh, So today, I'm actually sitting at Liz Perry's house, which is right on the water. If you are watching the video, which you probably aren't, but if you are, we're just going to turn it around so you can see how close we are. And apologies for any sound issues because you are going to hear some crashing waves as we talk. Um, Liz Perry is a real estate agent at Berkshire Hathaway with myself. She has been a real estate agent for about 20 years and she's lived on, on the Gold Coast here on Oahu for, is this the 70s? Yep, yeah. 70s, 70s. And, uh, um, and yeah, as I said, her house is called, it's part of a range of houses called the Gingerbread Houses. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, what I love about the Gold Coast, I mean, so many reasons, we're right on the water here. Um, it's one of the best surf spots around near Waikiki and Diamond Head, called Tongs. Um, and then most of the houses here
1: are historical, yeah? Um, there's quite a few in the neighborhood, yeah. All, all six of these are, mm-hmm. and then um, I would say maybe 15 throughout the neighborhood are. Okay. Because it's an older neighborhood in in Honolulu. And
0: is that um particularly unique or unusual? There are other pockets or neighborhoods that are monoclonal? Prominently...
1: Yeah, I mean, Manoa would be thought of as a historical neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I think those
0: are the two that probably come to mind. have the most. Yeah. All right. And then, so what does that mean? You have to have a clock up that says historical? Yep, yeah,
1: you, you have to... The property needs to be... Um, has not, not been changed in overall character mm-hmm. um, for 50 years. Right. Yeah. And then the historic Hawaii, uh, you know, anoints you
0: and you get your back. There you go. <laughs> Is there like a ceremony you have to go down on
1: one knee and get yeah. sword? <laughs> I mean, you just have to have a property that qualifies. So um, it, it's not as restrictive as some people think. Mm-hmm. I mean, for instance, these houses have been, you know, completely renovated. Uh, but the character has remained the same. The mm-hmm. roof lines have remained the same, the windows have remained the same, um, that kind of thing. There's a house next door that actually was allowed to put a second story on um, and remain historic because there were uh, homes in that time with two stories and as long as they stayed in the um, type of historic category that they were applying for they absolutely okay. Awesome. So, uh, yeah,
0: so I, I want to talk about the Gold Coast from a cultural point of view, maybe historically, culturally. Like, you know, what where did the name come from? What You know, what makes it special? What is the character of the Gold Coast here?
1: Well, I don't know how it got its name except that, you know, living on the ocean is pretty much gold. But uh, I think the thing that's really unique about the Gold Coast is in the 60s during the – first real high-rise development on Awafu, uh, there were 17, I think we have 17 buildings built along the coastline, mm-hmm. which would never happen again. And yeah. this is, we're just on the slopes of Diamond It's a special mm-hmm. district, so uh, that, uh, why won't that foods? happen again? I just don't think the the land use and the law and the people would allow it. Would allow um,
0: sort of condos right on the water. Right. Okay, so right. this is especially you, you said 17? Yeah,
1: seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Um, yeah, so it happened in a in a small window of time, mm-hmm. and then it got shut down after that. Mm-hmm. And so this is what you got. Um, we didn't have a lot of other condos. Uh, luxury condos on Oahu uh, for many years Kaka'ako has definitely changed the landscape of that huh but if you wanted to live in luxury condos in Honolulu this was pretty much your uh, really only choice what I mean, about Waikiki uh well Waikiki mostly hotels right you know I okay. really don't have very many condominiums there. Um, and if you did, they were more of a mid-range, it wasn't as, uh, you know, built as a uh, luxury mm-hmm. you know, designed specifically for that high-end buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have quite a few famous, uh, Ossipoff did a number of the buildings along the Gold Coast. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Which ones? Uh, Diamondhead Limited is uh, Ossipoff. The only one I know for sure. But I mean, I was, I'm I'm going to do an
0: episode on yeah. the concept, So yeah. yeah.
1: So I know Diamondhead Limited. Maybe even the Coral Strand. I'm not sure mm-hmm. exactly, but yeah. so if that. And of course, you did the Outrigger Canoe Club, which is okay. kind of the anchor of the, of the Gold Coast. Okay. Why well, do you say that? I just think. Uh, I mean, it's well. It's an analogy. anchor for me.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, I just think it's one of the institutions that that's here that mm-hmm. makes it a neighborhood versus, you know, I just, mean, it's been here since the 60s. Uh, Before has, that, uh-huh. it was in Waikiki. It's 100 years old. Oh, wow. So, I mean, you know, just oh, cool. brings some credibility, I guess, yeah. To, to Yeah, the and close. community.
0: And so what yeah. about the Elks Club? That's, yeah, and the Elks as well.
1: So at the Elks Club, that's a membership mm-hmm. club, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a nationwide, the Elks, you know, you, you see them, the Grand Poopah and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So that's, and they actually own the land that the Outrigger sits on. We, uh-huh. uh, I'm a member at the Outrigger, we uh, lease the land from the Elks. Ah. We have another 40 something years on the lease. It was a ah. hundred year lease when uh-huh. it was done. Um, and just got renegotiated, so. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's, this you know, that is the leasehold that, that's
0: its infamous, yeah, I'd say, <laughs> right. in Hawaii. So there's still
1: some leaseholds out there. Yeah. We, happen to sit on it, at the be here. Okay, interesting. Um, all right. I
0: mean, we could just talk for hours, but I guess we have to keep on point here. <laughs> all right, <sorry. laughs> So, oh, no, 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 you're good. No, it's me. I, I live on the tangent. Um, so, yeah, how would you describe the Gold Coast culturally? Culturally. Culturally. Yeah. I mean, you've been here a while, so I guess, you know, you can kind of track it a bit. Obviously, you've got your, your, surf, your surfers.
1: Oh yeah. So, yeah. So I think from a neighborhood, it's a real neighborhood. Uh, I think that's one of the unique things about it. Um, we all kind of know each other. A lot of families have been here generationally versus really just moving in. But then you have all the condominiums which are very much uh second homes for like Oh yeah. Of people. You, so you think mostly it's it's both? Okay, I I would say it's 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 pretty evenly divided. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the people that uh, buy on the Gold Coast their families have been coming to Hawaii for since the 50s, you know, Uh, and so they want a piece of mm -hmm. their their history Okay,
0: and so why like Talk to me about from a real estate point of view um, the inventory. Like, are there things, are, are there um, condos and houses available often in this area? Or yeah,
1: um, well, there's always condos available. Okay, and there's a wide range. Mm-hmm. There's from it's our smallest studio facing the park is probably in the, around four hundred thousand. I'm guessing three eighty something in there to the high end, you know, uh, our, our associate, so, at yes, Tico, Tahitian, yes. Matician, <laughs> and that's uh, just under six. Yes. Yeah. So we have a wide range, and the, the buildings themselves have a lot of uh, different, almost like, some of the buildings almost have like two buildings built on one property, uh-huh. because you have the ones that are all the ocean front, and yes. they're going to be the... And multi-million dollar ones and then you have the ones that are on the property but not necessarily facing the ocean which is you know, quite a bit less right right then, um, and then you know
0: some of these um, more expensive ones do sit on the market for a while is, is that just because well, they didn't used to they didn't used to so what so Kakaako. Kakaako, okay, absolutely changed. I see. Mm-hmm. So, to, I mean, just to, if you could give a brief overview, because probably a lot of listeners are like Kaka, what? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, can you just speak the
1: goal? Well, that? Uh, so I think in around 2016, uh, there started to be this boom of development in the area that's down, which used to be kind of the industrial area and the wharfs, and but you know, someone imagined that. Hey, if you build here, you can still see the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so, it, two two big players in my mind came in. Actually, three. Um, there was the Howard Hughes Group, which bought Ward, which is an old family holdings, um, and started you know developing them. I don't know how many towers they have now. But I can think of four or five off the top of my head that are there now. Luxury, brand new air-conditioned you know a lot of our condos down here are not air-conditioned mm-hmm. they osipoff being a designer was working with the trade winds mm-hmm. back in the 60s versus the enclosed you know hermetically sealed Kakaako ones mm-hmm. um so i mean but it definitely gave buyers an option that right. they didn't have so but um correct me if i'm wrong
0: but isn't it about a thousand dollars more per square foot than it is on gold coast or do you know um, what is oh um, i don't think so i think there's uh, about
1: two thousand a square foot there and yeah there and here okay so but it's just yeah yeah i have so, to think about that i mean i have okay. to get my numbers out but um yeah price-wise i think yeah. they're pretty cost-wise.
0: okay um
1: you know but what do you get so yeah they have very you know and i don't want to say I'm going to say contrived, but I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean, they are actually creating a neighborhood. Right. Ah, okay. This this truly is a neighborhood. Uh-huh. This has grown up and has become, you know, and then they have a lot of amenities that come with the newer buildings, whereas uh-huh. we have, you know, truly you can step out into the ocean. Right. Uh, right. Also, you have yeah. to cross Alamo on a boulevard and then get to, you know, make your way there. Right. It's
0: not, and, and but you have your air conditioning and your jacuzzi right. and the so, gym of the building or absolutely. whatever.
1: So, so it's, a, yeah, it's definitely given people a choice. Uh, you know, I personally think there's no choice. But this is yeah. much better. Yes. Yeah. Truly um, really
0: biased. But yeah. totally right. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> totally right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. Well, I wanted to talk about... The seawall, because we are right, right here on the ocean. Um, and I know there's been lawsuits. I know. Um, talk to me a little bit about the Hawaiian law in regards to public access, access, and perhaps why this, you know, we're never going to see this
1: again. Yeah. Well, okay. So all beaches are public. All shorelines are public, <laughs> if there is access to them. You know. um, so the the seawall. Uh, has been in my mind public ever since uh, you know we started developing down here mm-hmm. since the 19 you know these these homes that we're in now are 1937 mm-hmm. so you know prior to that that we had this hardened seawall um, and it's interesting because uh the surveys that they, the corps of engineers did a survey and the seawall kind of meanders in and out of private property so the condo right next door actually owns a portion of that seawall uh, wow. and then a portion of it goes out into the state. The state uh, acknowledged then anyway was theirs. And um, so the Gold Coast residents actually have sued the state to make them take responsibility for the seawall mm-hmm. and, the, and the state is reluctant to do that because mm-hmm. once they start taking responsibility for these seawalls they're going to have to do it all throughout the state probably so it's precedence and there's some of that but it's clearly public I mean, mm-hmm. people walk by my house every day all day long mm-hmm. um, and it's interesting that the private owners are the ones that want to keep it public mm-hmm. That you is know. interesting. Yeah, so there's there's two reasons for that. One is if it is if people are going to be using it, we don't want the liability for it. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. But the other is that we believe that this is part of our neighborhood mm-hmm. yeah. and it's something that makes it charming mm-hmm. and we all like using it. And you know, if it if the lawsuit gets well, we we won we won the lawsuit. Now it's up for appeal. All right, so yeah. we'll see how it all pans out. So, but so if they, they really actually wanna... make it, they don't want responsibility yeah. for it. But if they, they, however, there's some stairs down the way that are uh, it's called the Silver Steps, mm-hmm. and uh, we we as again the association along the wall, uh, which is purely voluntary to um, belong to, and we kind of everybody pitches in for our attorneys who live all along the wall as well. So wow. It's a community effort. Truly
0: oh, wow. voluntary yeah. and, and people just pitch in. There's yeah. no, ma- oh, wow. no mandatory. No mandatory. It's, working. Yeah. Wow. it's working
1: so far. But we had the lease that portion of the seawall uh-huh. from the state to have the stairs. So it's you know, it's counterintuitive. Like, right. well, How can you say this isn't yours, but now we <laughs> have—we actually have a lease with you. Right, you know? interesting. So anyway, it's been going on for so long, I, I don't really pay too much attention to it anymore. Right. I, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be resolved in the, in the right way That's going to remain public. But if not, I could close off this seawall. Wow. And uh, I know my fellow uh, people that live in Honolulu would not be happy with me. Because then, Nor then they, do I but do then it. would they
0: sue you back and say, "But we Probably. have to have access." access. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Oh, this Probably. sounds fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's a kind of a round and around. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't till I mean the state completely took responsibility for it, for all the years we lived here. Um, there were two hurricanes, um, and one was uh, Eva. I can't tell you what year that was. And then one was in Niki, and I can't tell you what year that was. But both times, there was some damage to the seawall. Mm-hmm. And the state came right down and fixed it. It, oh. it wasn't until the Lingo administration that there started being this, uh, you know, we don't want it.
0: Interesting. Nobody and wants
1: it. Right. Know?
0: Was there So there wasn't um, a lawsuit or someone slipping and suing no. you guys? It, it's a sort of... Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: It, well, there was some money appropriated. To improve the seawall because it, I know you say you walk the seawall, yeah. So you get down there. Some of the seawalls pretty yeah. precarious, yeah. You know it doesn't, and uh, so the association had asked the state, uh-huh. let's fix the seawall yeah. so we don't
0: have anybody falling off. And
1: they said, "It's no, oh, your fault."
0: interesting. "No, it's not." Yeah. Yes, it
1: is. Right. And then some condos have fixed it. Mm-hmm. Like three hundred three, they decided they're just going to fix it. And then three hundred three is Calacal, one of those. Um, Addresses of one of okay. the condos down and what's there. It, what's the condo called? Three hundred three. Oh, Okay, <laughs> So a lot of the condominiums are along here just go by their addresses. What, okay, cool. Because back in the day, that's yeah. Didn't you know. don't kill the
0: lily. You don't need a title. <laughs> you don't need a title. It obvious. You know, it was a residence. Right. Um, okay. So with the rising sea levels, yeah, what's going to happen to
1: the Gold Coast? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> have you but noticed I think it, the or... fact that we have a hardened seawall, yes, is hardened huge. being, uh, you know, uh, a solid mm-hmm. seawall mm-hmm. versus some place like out in the country at Sunset Beach, uh-huh. where they, you know, had all that uh, tide issues and Erasmus. houses being, yeah. you know, swept into the ocean yeah. kind of thing. That's because they don't have a They sea don't wall. have a seawall? What? Just a couple of sandbags or something? I mean, it's, it's just, just the beach? Just the beach. Yeah. Right. Beach. Okay. So that so so this that, should do the trick. Uh yeah, I mean it will until it gets
0: higher than the seawall. Right. And have you noticed being here so long have you noticed a little bit
1: this last few years of this uh what they call the super um, super tide? I've noticed. So what is a super tide? Well, I, I don't, I'm certainly not an expert, but yeah. um, I've heard that it's like water builds up in different parts of the world, and then these tides move around the world, and right now it's kind of in the uh, Pacific, mm-hmm. so your high tide might have been, you know, two feet uh, in the past, now it's two and a half feet or Aha. so... The tides are higher, and this super tide is supposed to keep circulating. So mm-hmm. at some point it might not be as high. But the okay. last couple of years, you know, the when the tide is high and the surface big and the moon is full, huh. it's higher than it was. You know, my house can shake. Really? From the waves? Yeah. Wow. It's like a little shudder. Really?
0: <laughs> Do you like it or? I don't mind. Yeah,
1: it's. These two particular homes are very much like living on a boat. So uh-huh. if you're not adventurous, sure. Yeah, or if you yeah. get seasick. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, okay, I guess one more question. Sure. What do you know about the Gold Coast in Australia? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Do you do do you
1: know? I don't know. Um, I think it's on the same side as. Sydney and, uh, well, so I I do a lot of canoe paddling. Yes. So we used to come to Australia quite a bit, and we would go to the Hamilton Islands Ah. and paddle at the Hamilton Islands. And I think it's that coastline between, like, Sydney and Hamilton. Somewhere in there is the Gold
0: Coast. All right. Anything else? (laughs) No. What do you picture? It's always fun. Well, I know it's surfing.
1: They're surfing. They're They're surfing, surfing, yeah, Uh because I'm a surfer. You're Uh a surfer. Uh Uh Uh-huh. So I know that, Uh but I don't really know.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't really All know right. where it is. Well, well I guess well you, you'll have to listen to part two then. Yeah, so you can I don't educate. know where it is. Um, where is it? Uh, well, you'll find out. <laughs> Let's tune in. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I guess in between these two episodes, we're going to find out exactly what um, the average square foot is um, a price on square foot here, so we can compare to Australia. Yeah. That could be quite interesting. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so yeah. much uh, for joining me on Eyes not know Live. This is Liz Perry, and uh, you know, uh, subscribe, comment, um, and you can ask Liz Perry
1: anything about no, the Gold Coast. Don't ask me, not. Nah. <laughs> this is your new expert on the Gold Coast. Please call Sarah. All
0: right, there you go. You had a with Liz Perry, the non expert of yeah. the Gold Coast.